What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Think on These Things. My name is Josh Barnett, your host, and I'm here today with one of my awesome, great friends. I'm excited about having him on the show today. His name is Chapman Laxton. My man. Man, I my am so glad to be here, dude. I feel like I'm in the big time now. Oh, I, I don't like know I'm about feeling, that. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I've, I've seen, I've, I've seen, and I've heard, man, and I'm really excited to be here. And shout out to you, Josh, because, uh, dude, you are a, you're a great friend to me. You're a great friend to a lot of guys in the ministry, and uh, just what you do, dude, it's it's awesome. So appreciate Thanks, you, bro. bro. I appreciate that honor. Um, probably most people heard a little bit about me. I'm I'm here in Hot Springs, Arkansas, and and uh, working at Christian Ministries Church. Tell them a little bit about where you I'll, – I'll, I could talk about you, but why don't you tell hey, them about, you a little bit about just, yourself. Just as good a job as I could. Uh, no, I'm actually uh, the youth pastor at Christian Ministries Church Southwest Missouri, um, and I'm also one of the pastors on staff there. So uh, just it's kind of a been, been a, over the last few years that we've just kind of come into some things. Started off just thinking I was just going to teach and coach at the school yeah, there. Sure. And uh, one thing led to another, not trying to – you know, yeah. go for anything, but just it led from, well, why don't you do announcements? You got to, you don't mind people laughing at you or <laughs> saying the wrong right. thing. And, uh, then it, you know, just over time, just getting an opportunity to, to speak the word. And, and then, uh, just, just as God kind of was laying it on Hannah and I's heart, pastor Ashley presented me and Hannah just this last year with sure. uh, being the youth pastor. So Hannah's your wife. Yeah. Hannah Laxon's my wife. Yes. And I've been married uh, for this. So it'll be nine years in July. So Let's go. yeah. So we've, we've got, got some kiddos. Yeah, we've got uh, Joan Kelly Laxton, who is three, and then Ollie May, who just turned one in, in September, and then we got a third baby on the way. Let's go. You know, if it's a, we just, you know, obviously everybody says healthy and happy, but, you know, obviously I'm, I've got enough girls. Got, I, yeah, I'll, I'll take sure. a, I'll take a son. Yeah, let's go. If we, if we could, if, uh, if we can make it happen. We like decree that, so. it, we declare it. That's Lord. it. Give that's him a it. Son. Speaking it. And Which how long is. have you guys been at uh, Missouri? So we have been at the church for six years. Wow. Um, and then this is my fifth year being on staff there. So, okay, cool. And where are you from? You're from, I'm actually from Oklahoma. I'm okay. from Prague, Oklahoma, a little town settled by the Czechoslovakians Prague. Uh, during the, uh, during yeah. the, during the land. Right. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, and uh, is, uh, is Hannah from Missouri? Hannah's from Missouri. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Republic, Missouri. It's just, oh, yeah, that's right down the road from right here. down yeah. the road, uh, from uh, Springfield. So, okay. Right there close to the, to the church. So, well, cool deal, man. Let's dive into what we want to talk about today. Um, I kind of, Message every time I have a guest on, I usually ask them, you know, what they want to talk about. And so Chapman and I have been dialoguing a little bit back and forth, but um, I'm going to let him just kind of introduce what the Lord's put on his heart. We this episode is all about thinking rightly, thinking on these things, Philippians 4 8. And so, uh, what, do, what do we need to think right about today, Chet? Well, I, I just, as you and I have been just been talking, I just really feel like more that I'm in ministry, especially at this last year, the more that I uh, see people that are successful in ministry, I think it's all about submitting to authority, submitting to the governing authority. Yeah, that's and, good. and clearly it starts with God, um, and, and then it's and it trickles down. And uh, whether you're the lead pastor, whether you're an associate pastor, whether you're the youth pastor, whether you're the children's pastor, whether you're the pastor over the people that clean the toilets, um, whether you're one of the guys that cleans the toilets, sure. it's all about submitting to authority. And um, and I think first and foremost, uh, before you, you're able to submit, you've got to be in relationship. Mm. Um, because without that that strength of a relationship, it's hard for you to have honor, unity, and trust, which I think are three basic pillars sure. to be able to submit. So Honor, unity, and trust. Honor, unity, and okay. trust. And, uh, you know, I think... It's it's from those places that like you think about verses like Proverbs out of Proverbs twenty seven that talks about you know faithful wounds, you know faithful yeah. wounds of a friend. You know a lot of times uh, submitting to authority and submitting to uh, to and being obedient to to the people that are over us, um, it requires 
some some things to arrest us that are painful. Sure. You know what I mean? And it's not always necessarily like getting in trouble, mm-hmm. but it, it, it hurts sometimes. And I know we're going to talk about that later in the, in the, uh, in the podcast here, but it hurts sometimes to lay down what we want to do. Oh yeah. For someone else. And it, it hurts sometimes, you know what I mean? To lay down our vision for things yeah. for the vision that someone else has to do. But, um, as when well, I think the, that's like a root problem in our culture and nation world, even yes. is, and, and been for a long time, just been a root, just, seeds of rebellion yep. and authority is like a dirty word yeah. you know, in our culture. Oh, we we want to do what we want to do. We don't want to submit to nobody. And it's even in the church, the 11 in the oh, church where sure. it's like this, you know, my pastor made me mad, so I'm going to go to this church. Right. Or if I'm one in ministry and my lead pastor, I'm going to, I'm just going to go start my own church. Right. And so right. we have a really hard time. Some people say they don't have a hard time submitting to God, but they have a hard time submitting to man. But but usually, <laughs> God always puts men and women in our life that He calls us to submit to. Absolutely, and and God God's called us to that obedience, and we have to decide if we're going to be called by God, are we going to be allow ourselves to be called to the obedience that's required for us mm-hmm. to fulfill our calling? Yeah, because it's impossible. It's impossible without without submitting uh, to what God has. And 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 you just hit the nail on the head, Josh. We, we want God to speak to us. But whenever God sends us his messengers along the way to speak to us, <laughs> yeah. well, they didn't come to me like the way I thought that they would come. And, you know, I think about it's it's a it's probably a, at, at this point a, a long-winded thing to, to, to talk about, and it's, and it's been stated before probably, but I think about the man that's stranded on the island. Mm-hmm. You know, Lord, save me. The man's praying, Lord, save mm-hmm. me. Lord, save me. Well, by, here, here comes a guy in a boat. Hey, you stranded? No, I'm just waiting on God to save me. Well, then, uh, 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 Lord, save me. Send someone to save me. And a boat comes by. Oh, Lord, save me. Save me. Oh, no, I'm, I'm waiting on, on, on my Savior to come. And then he dies. And God, I, I had faith. I believed that you would send someone. And God's saying, oh, I sent people by to, to pick you up, and you didn't get in the boat with them. And I think a lot of times we're waiting for God to speak to us. Sure. And he's, and he's pounding at our door. Yeah. Through people, right. and and we miss it. Um, and if we can't submit to an imperfect man that we can see, how in the world right. will we ever be able to when, submit? And to I think, God? man, that's such a great point because I think God, and even through Scripture, like He He sends. It's, it's pretty clear He sends spiritual leadership in our lives. Absolutely, you know. Start. I mean, obviously, when you're a kid, it's your parents. Right. And Absolutely. Then, but even, but you never grow out of being under authority. Being under ultimately Absolutely. God, but He also puts spiritual leadership <laughs> yeah. in our lives. Hebrews talks about honoring your spiritual authority. Hundred um, percent. Don't you know? Don't be a burden on them. Right. Do what, right. what you know. It wouldn't be a blessing to you if you yes. are. Yeah. Well, and I think even about if any head pastors out there, you. You're submitted ultimately to God. Oh, 100%. Whether you're, whether, and again, I know a lot of and people. You're going to be judged harshly for that. Yeah. A hundred percent. One day you're going to have to stand before God for the things that you do and how, how closely did you fall to the authority that was yep. given to you and the people that are over us, whether you're an associate pastor, whether you're whatever in, in, in wherever vein, they will be judged mm-hmm. for, for, for how closely they followed to what God was telling them to do. So, so like you said, we, we have to understand that, that, that God put a system in place with yep. authority. And, um, you know, we, we can't make light of those things that God sends our way. And, and it's just like for a lot of things, you know, God uses the simple to confound the sure. wise. And, and, and for me, you know, the biggest training moments that I have that, I, that, I, that I've learned a lot, of, a lot from for me in, in the ministry have come less from actual in the ministry moments where I more from, well, whenever I was working in the food industry yeah, sure. or whenever I was submitted to, you know, working for the utilities 
uh, department in, in our in my hometown, and I was weed eating the whole city. You know, <laughs> it, it's it's submitting to here's the plan for the day, yeah. here's what you're going to go do, go to work, right? You know, go to work, go do this this authority authorities everywhere. Yes. Like I don't care where you go, what you do. Like you're never going to be able to get away from it. Right. It, it's and it's the bottom line of the universe. We even see it in the Trinity. Absolutely. The Holy Spirit and Jesus don't do anything without the Father, Father telling them to do it. Absolutely. And so it's you yeah. know there is this authority even in in the way that that God himself is and so but he, but all through creation everything is submitted to something and when you go some like I'll say you go to a restaurant and it's chaotic yeah yeah that's the question who's in charge here right right yeah it, it because everything falls on everything yeah. hinges on leadership falls right. on leadership falls on who's in charge of what so do you you know when you go to a restaurant do you want it to be chaotic do you want your food to take forever do you want it to be nasty or gross right. or do you want it to be in order yeah right? and clearly all of us would go well i want i want there to be order right well order doesn't come without authority right order doesn't come with people without being people somebody's got to be in charge yeah right absolutely and, and so good josh and obviously people could abuse authority i you know i get that <laughs> right. for sure but right oh Good catch. I thought I was going to lick it, but it's at 19, almost 20 minutes. No, we only been going like 10 minutes? Yeah. 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 Some people abuse. Abuse authority. And I'm going to I'm gonna try to segue this into talking about Cain. Okay. And what God told Cain. <clears throat> um, I'm not, and I'm not saying that we blindly submit to things. Some people abuse authority for sure. Right back to that relationship thing that I yeah. said at the beginning. It takes to having a relationship. Absolutely. Um, so there are people who are going to abuse it, but like, so when I'm looking for, if I'm looking for a spiritual leader, spiritual father mm-hmm. in my life, I'm not looking for somebody who's perfect. I'm looking for somebody who's growing. Right. Looking for somebody who's right. anointed, and I'm looking at the fruit. Right. What are they producing with their life? Right, right. Well, and what 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 results are you wanting to have? Because if right. you're if you're like you just said, if the results that you're wanting to get isn't something that someone that you're submitted to is 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 walking in currently, how are you expecting that person to lead you into that if that's not even something they walk right. into? And and again, I, I'm I'm a big believer in you know you don't necessarily have to have ever been to the moon to know where it's at mm-hmm. or to know how to get there sure. and know what it takes to get there. But there is a there is a reality of okay this isn't this isn't the kind of person you should be submitted to. Mm-hmm. Um, so so obviously going forward, what we're talking about is we're talking about submitting that that is a godly principle right. that God wants us and right. ordains for us right. uh, to to submit to authority yeah. and and it even goes all the way back to to, to Cain and Abel in, sure. in the beginning. You know, God asked Cain, "Will you not be blessed if you do what is right?" Right. Will you not be blessed if you do what is right? Well, what is what was right was the system, mm-hmm. the submitting to an authority that God was trying to get Cain to do, and 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 out of an inconvenience to Cain because it wasn't what he wanted to do, mm-hmm. it caused sin to stir up in his heart. And and so many people, so many people, they're confronted by the authority that God has set up, whether it's whether it's a person mm-hmm. at, at your job, whether it's an employer that you work for, sure. um, whether it's in the ministry or not. You know, our, in our worldview, you know, or in our world, in the worldview that people have, police officers, you know, mm-hmm. oh, they're just inherently evil. They just are only because all they're trying to do is enforce rules, and the whole point of the rules are to protect people and for the good of the people. Right. 
going back to God and Cain's conversation, the whole point of what God was trying to say is, if you don't do what, if you'll do what's right, will you not be blessed? Right. The whole point behind authority, it should be not right. to dominate and to take, you know, uh, to take control over someone's life and to manipulate people. Right. But it's for their good and it's yeah. for their benefit. And and as we as we transition that conversation to, mm. to talking about ministry or talking mm. about a, an area of ministry, the whole idea is for that thing to to be good, right? To have order, to right. have blessing. And so you we, know, we've got to remember that God designed everything to yes. work a certain way. And yeah. we can't buck design and expect yeah. to get a better result. It's always going to be a worse result when you go against design. 110%. And another thought I have, if, uh, I know this has probably been you know repeated by a lot of people, but uh, you'll never walk in what you don't walk under. Absolutely. And so like I see so that good. man, I see the fruit of his life, but if I refuse to walk under him and have him teach me his ways, I'm never going to walk in the authority that he has. Right, right. Yeah, 100%. And you know, in, in the Bible says it's impossible to please God without faith. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to have faith without obedience. True. So, so yeah. if you can't if you can't have obedience to the way that that God's that, that God wants us to live, then it's impossible to please God. Mm-hmm. Well, we we see that and we go, well, yeah, obviously you can't please God if you're not going to be obedient to Him. Yeah. Well, how come we can't apply that to other areas of our life? How mm-hmm. come we can't make that? It's a it's kind of one of them duck you know come on things to see. But it, okay, if you can't be obedient to God, why would you ever expect to please God? Right. You know. And so we I think just. For for everyone who who has who has a job or or is working for someone or is in the ministry or is it has vision for things, we have to be so careful and be so guarded as to what am I doing right now to where I'm called in right now. Yeah, and uh, and so I think it's just a, a really I important think thing. I I love to starting starting with our parents. If you're looking at it in being because obviously this podcast is for believers. And so I'm talking to believers. So we all, as believers, we're called to have spiritual leadership in our life. Mm-hmm. Um, and understanding that spiritual leadership is to is not to they're not put into our life to control us. Right. But I like how I like it saying it this way: spiritual leadership is to teach us how to be controlled. Because mm-hmm. ultimately, yes. yeah. the goal is to get believers to a place where they're controlled by the Spirit. Yeah. How do I learn? How right? do I learn to say? But, okay. Yeah. But I can obviously I look at my pastor. And, and whether you're new in the faith, young in the faith, or what you know, whenever you were born again, whether you were born again at 50 or you were born right. again at 15 right. or whatever, but like you look at your pastor, a man who has probably been walking with the Lord longer than you, he probably knows the voice of the Lord better than you. And so his job is to shepherd you and to teach yes. you what the voice of God sounds like. Yes. It's to prepare you to be controlled by a life lived in the Spirit. A hundred percent. And so many things in the natural, so many things in the natural. Are paralleled in the supernatural, yeah. and so many things that get kickstarted in that that that, that happen in the supernatural mm-hmm. are kickstarted by something that happens in the natural. So true. So so we have to be able to make those that 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 connection. We have to start getting to the place where, as Christians, we refuse to see submission or authority or obedience as as a negative thing. Right. And, and, and we have to get to this place where we are, or we or we naturally. Mm-hmm. Having our na- our nature be remade, where we are naturally seeing as, and we're leaning into, yes, sir, yep, yes, ma'am. You know, when it comes to the spirit, whenever God's telling us something, yes, sir, right. That this is what I want. This is what I'm going to do. And and I truly believe, you know, just like with anything, at first it's going to be difficult, especially yeah, if you're an extrovert or you're or you you're that person who you're a take charge, can do, uh, will do attitude. Yep. It, it, this can grate you and go against your nature. However, 
as you allow God to teach you and as you allow God over time to reveal to you and show you how things operate and work, Come it on. gets easier and easier. Absolutely. Well, and <clears throat> oh, to know, man, that that I love the way God set things up because you didn't have to do this, but obedience is always rewarded. Yes. Obedience is always, always. rewarded. And sometimes it's rewarded with I, I feel his blessings Manifesting right, the inside yes. of me, and sometimes it's it's physical yeah, reward, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. And and because I I love this, it made me think of this. As you were talking, John fifteen, I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain mm-hmm. in my love. When you obey my commandments, mm-hmm. you remain in my love, just as I obey my Father's commandments and remain in His love. So yes. even we're following Jesus. He is one submitted to the Father. That's right. But I love verse eleven. So it's like. If you love me, you'll obey mm-hmm. me. And the verse 11 says, I'm telling you these things so that you may be filled with yes, joy. Yes. And so this obedience, yeah. this submission to his authority Absolutely. brings joy into our life. Absolutely. Again, back to that relationship side of things. Yeah. We 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 are able to love God because he first loved us. Mm-hmm. We're able to submit to God because He his love preceded any action that we ever took. Come on. When we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. When all of those things point us to, and should teach us to respect and honor and, and all of these things mm. with with the Lord and with the Spirit. But but for those of us, like I said, either either it's your, either it might be your nature, to to not be so so willingly go into that mindset. You have to be retaught, or if you were ever in a position where someone that you, that was an authority over you took advantage of you, it can be hard. I'm not. I'm not yeah, trying to, sure. to to say that that this is just a cakewalk, but but the glory of God is is that we can be made into new creatures through the transforming of our mind. And, and through so we have to first though before we have our mind transformed, we have to transform our thinking. Mm-hmm. So we have to start thinking about authority in a positive light. We have to see the system that God's trying to set up for right. us, and we have to start seeing that. The way that God has a system set up is so that we can receive through an anointing. We are laying the groundwork. Yeah, we are laying the groundwork um, by by having a reverence for biblical authority. Yeah, biblical authority opens the windows of heaven to be able to yeah. pour, be able to be poured out on right. us. And we won't ever be in a place where we're like, well, I don't wonder why God's not not coming out. I wonder why my ministry's not being blessed, or I wonder why I, I hate my job, or or I'm hating this. You you're not submitted to any kind right. of authority. You, yeah, dude, you're, everything you're hitting on so it's so perfect, so great. You've got to see authority as beneficial to your life. Yes, that yes. God's laws, His boundaries, the way He wants us to live, like they're they're blessings. Yeah, um, the, it it is not. How do I word this? Freedom is not getting to do whatever you want. Right. The ultimate freedom is found in Christ and Christ yes. alone, but it's yes. it's found in living life the way that He has 100%. called us to live life. Hundred percent. If you because if you someone who lives however they want to live becomes enslaved to something. Uh, yeah. Every time yeah. authority is necessary. Yes. Or we all become addicts. Either inwardly. Yeah. Or outwardly. Yep. It's good. Yeah. Uh, who is the founding father that said uh, you're either going to be ruled by the Bible or the bayonet? <laughs> Right, so we're you're either, we're gonna have to hold everybody at gunpoint. It's so like, well, the United yeah. States is a police state, and we've got too much whatever. It's like, yeah, because we're acting out of control. Yeah, yeah everybody, that you don't get to do whatever you man. want. Like authority is necessary in in order for society to operate, in order for God's the way He designed the world to operate. But man, the authority, like what you're talking about there, it is beneficial. It is a blessing, and. <clears throat> We're hitting on this too. It protects us. Yes, there's such a protection, and I just you know just kind of take a take a step back so much from just like maybe just the theology or why this sure. is so good spiritually. I just there, I don't know about you, but like just for right now, you know, if you're not in ministry, I think even still you can you can. I mean, we're all in ministry, but you can you can still get something from this. 
there's just so much pressure that's taken off of me whenever I just go, okay, Pastor Ashley, this is the way you want to do it? Yeah. That's why we're doing it. All right. Pressure's not on me. Right. We're, we're going to do it your way. Now, Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my part. I'm going to sure. play my role. But the, the pressure is taken off of us whenever we just submit to what's being said because ultimately what we're saying is, okay, we're going to do it your way. Mm-hmm. Now, we, we, can, we can all have times where we knew, okay, well, I know this ain't going to work, but we're going to do this his way. Pressure's off. Sure. When we do it God's way, though. <laughs> yeah. We know that it's always going to work. Right. So if we can get into practice, even doing doing the things that that, that the that the people that God has placed in our life, the authority figures that God has placed in our life, have commanded us to do. Yeah. Whenever God comes around and says, "I want you to go buy someone a car," yeah, I want you to go and give right a, 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 an incredible offering that you don't think that you can afford right now. Mm-hmm. We're going, yes, sir. Yep. We're we're going yes sir. I'll, I'll I'll jump up and I'll go do it. And and that's that's how we get to the place of having you know I, you read about people in, in the Bible that that and it's it's crazy to me because Jesus was 100 percent man yet 100 percent God. But you hear about people that wowed Jesus with their faith, and I think about the yep. centurion, right? And Jesus is saying, okay, well, I'm where a man do you live? Of authority, I'll, yeah. Uh, where, where do you live? I'll I'll come and I'll I'll come to your house. The centurion's like, whoa, yeah. You, I already understand how this whole authority, yeah. authority thing works. You just say that it's done. And it's done. Okay, we have to be able to get to that kind of a place, and and it takes time. Sure, it takes. Like I said, it takes it takes a, a, a an opportunity. It takes a, us accepting opportunities for for us to submit to that authority. Um, but when we do, man, it'll 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 change our it'll change our lives because Absolutely. the protection, the the peace, the provision, the joy, um, the supernatural things that we will walk in. That'll be all be kickstarted just by us being obedient to what we've, Absolutely. we've been called to. And I and I think Jesus is such a beautiful example of that because I mean, well, Jesus was God. Jesus still obeyed the Father mm. when he was didn't want to, mm-hmm. honestly. Matthew 26, I am crushed to the point of grief. And he mm-hmm. goes, Lord, I know you can take this cup mm-hmm. from me, mm-hmm. but not my will. Yeah. Yours be done. Yeah. And so to be in that place of Absolutely. Not my will, God, but yours be done. Absolutely. So has God called you where he's called you? Yeah. Is it is are you under that pastor? Yeah. Well, like, I don't really like his personality. I don't really like yeah. I don't really like you know, mm-hmm. or or whoever, your boss or whatever. Right. It's like, has God put you there? Has he placed you right. there? Man, submit to it, surrender to God's will because it it will cause the most beautiful thing to happen. Yeah. Jesus died on the cross and then the resurrection came. We have salvation now. Yeah. We're temples of the Holy Spirit yeah. because He said, "Not my will, will, but yours." Yes, and and you know you're 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 right on it. You know you go Old Testament. You know obviously Abraham for him to jump up and willingly, okay, Lord, I'll sacrifice my son, my one and only son that you've given me. Yeah, obviously the parallel is to God, but it took an Isaac. Mm-hmm. His dad was old, and I tell you, I, I tell you, yeah, he's real old. If if Isaac didn't want to be sacrificed, yeah. Isaac it's, wasn't like a 12-year-old kid. No, Isaac wasn't a 12-year-old a kid. His dad man. tricked yeah. him in. Yeah, he was a fully grown man. Yep. So it took an, a, a son being submitted to the vision that his father had, and the vision that the father had was given to him by God. And it sounds crazy. And it sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you go into the New Testament now, mm-hmm. and we have God sacrificing his son, and his son being fully submitted Come on, to the authority that his father had. If this is what we have to do for our people, yeah, and then that takes us into the new covenant now that we walk in. 
where our Father is saying, I'm going to need you to lay down on that cross. Yep. I'm going to need you to submit to the authority that, that I'm trying to have in your life, I'm, to, to the influence of the Holy Spirit in you. And, and obviously, we're, we're making these, these jumps from, from real-world application and in, in, in spiritual application and practical application, but all of it goes together. Yeah. Whenever we submit to authority, biblical authority, and we we either we were we're either we're working for man, but we're doing it as under Lord, or we're doing the Lord's work for the for the benefit of mankind. Whenever we submit to authority, what we're actually doing is we're protecting the legacy of Christ. Oh, come on! We're protecting yeah. the legacy of Christ. We're protecting what what God would want us to do. We 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 what we are doing is we are giving people an example to yeah. see. I'm submitted. Come on. I'm submitted to authority. When my, my pastor says, it makes it so much easier for me whenever I have people who work under me, whenever they see that I'm submitted, yeah, that I too am submitted, right. that it's not just me barking orders. You know, I'm not trying to put myself over anyone. I'm not trying to go out. But you go through the Bible and you find these men and women of the Lord who were just doing that, what they yeah. were supposed to do. When what you're saying right now reminds me, it just makes, it didn't just make submission a beautiful thing. It makes surrender a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, what you're what you're talking about right now kind of reminds me of a this uh, old Damon Thompson sermon that I heard, but it's it's all about um, uh, a da- David got anointed, twelve year old, fourteen, whatever, however yeah. old. All right, buddy, back to the sheep. Back to the sheep. Boy. I know you think you're going to be king, but go back to the sheep. Yeah. And so he goes back to the sheep, and like knowing I'm going to be king, mm. Mm. and here come a, here comes a lion. Mm. I'm going to risk that. Yeah. But he, but he fights off the line. Here right. comes the bear. Yeah, I don't, you know. Yeah. And and so this thought is just a lamb. Yeah, right. It's just yeah. a lamb. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just, it's mm-hmm. just sex with my girlfriend before I'm married. Oh come on. Yeah. It's just Tough. a. It's just a beer. It's just so a good. whatever. So it's just good. a party. It's just a whatever. So it's like no. It's a. It's a lamb. Yeah. And so there's this thought of like okay. But David, because David fought, he was anointed. Mm-hmm. Then the lion and the bear come. He fights them so off. Good, that puts Josh. him on the battlefield with Goliath. Yeah. And killing Goliath caused the people to then see him and know him differently. Right. Gets him into the court with Saul where he learns how to be king. Yes. I'm going to talk about submission oh, issues, man. bro. Yeah, somebody trying to kill you. Oh, hey, come back in here and play that song. Pastor Tim ain't never tried to throw a spear at me before, bro. <laughs> what was that song you were playing before I threw a spear at you? Dude, I'm going to need that again. My guy. And even, even felt convicted about cutting off part of his robe. Yeah. And repents to it. It's like, yes. dude, this guy is hunting yes. you right now. Yeah. And so... And, and, but all along, man, it's just a lamb. It's just a little thing. It's just a whatever. But but Dave David had this foresight. He had this relationship with God about how amazing surrender so good, dude. was. And obviously, David he he had some mess ups. He wasn't perfect. Thank God for for God's grace. But right. but it was about the Lamb of God. Yes. That's what Damon Thompson yeah. teaches. It wasn't just a lamb. No, it, was it was about the, the Lamb, lamb of God right. because they said Jesus, Son of mm-hmm. David. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and so David gets to this place where, because he submitted yes. to the process, submitted yes. to the Lord, submitted to authority, submitted to, I got to go back out here and watch the sheep. Hey, your descendant is going to sit on the throne forever. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, it's incredible. It, it it just it really is incredible. And even in that story, you think about Jonathan. Mm-hmm. You think about Jonathan. Well, Dude, Jonathan was a stud. Jonathan was a stud, man. And 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 in that same story, what. You know, there's a lot of us that you know we we get so and and, I, and there's nothing wrong with having zeal. There's nothing wrong with having ambition for the Lord. There's nothing wrong with with having vision for for wanting to do something new. And you know, but but 
But are you so caught up in wanting to do what you want to do that whenever the Lord says, here's, here's, my, here's my son who I'm well pleased, Here, here's David who I'm setting up to be the king, mm-hmm. and you, you're, the, you're the person, are you going to do your part to, okay, I'm going to make sure that that man gets to where he's supposed to go. It's tough, dude. And, and, and what it's going to require, it's going to cost me everything. Sheesh, bro. It's going to cost me my inheritance. Jonathan, it's going to cost me what should have been mine. Now, granted, we live under a different covenant now. Still, dude. There's still anointings and, you know, the Spirit. But there's still, anointings that have been given to special yeah. people that, you know, I, I think about it all the time. There are, there are times where we're in staff meeting and I'll hear Pastor, Pastor Ashley or, or Melanie be talking about something and I'm going, I, I don't even know how I would how I would handle yeah. that. I don't, I don't know how I would handle that. So right now I'm just trying to, I'm trying to see how they do it so that I can maybe apply it, but I have to be submitted. And if I can't stay submitted to them, come on, bro. If you're jealous, if I'm if jealous of it, that position, yes. if I'm envious of the authority, right. of it, but Jonathan said, here's my robe. Yeah. You take it. It's I, yours. It, and so Jonathan with this disrobing, yes. this taking the armor yes. off, here's my sword yes. wound me. Yes. And dude, you talk about yeah, Jonathan is this hero, man. Yeah. He's a stud of the yeah, Bible. Absolutely, and and it, and it takes us to where you know I think of different passages in the scripture in, in in the Word of God, but but you know Second Corinthians ten twelve says we do not have the audacity to put ourselves in the same class or compare ourselves with some who commend themselves when they measure themselves by themselves mm. and compare themselves with themselves they lack wisdom and they behave like fools. Well, we're we're not to be behaving like fools. <laughs> right. We're not to be behaving like fools yeah. through comparison. Well, I ought to be able to do this. Well, well, I'm tw- man. I'm getting up there in age. I, I thought Come by the on. time I was thirty, I'd already have you know my own ministry with six thousand people. <laughs> I was supposed in to it. be there by I now. Was, yeah, I was supposed to. Stephen Furtick was supposed to look like an ant compared to my <laughs> ministry by now. It, it, with the dreams that I was having, you know, Mama and Papa, you know, they <laughs> they prophesied over me. And but 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 we just have to understand that true diversity in the body. Looks mm. like hands, mm-hmm. feet, the eyes, the face. Right. The, the different parts working together. And the hand can't say to the body, I don't need you. No. Yeah. No. And it, so so through obedience, all of us playing our own part, we have true diversity. Yeah. And that's another byproduct of, of true obedience is we, we create true diversity, not through a vacuum. Right. And then the one thing we know about vacuums is that they suck. They suck. So, so when we try to create diversity through a vacuum, yeah. it's going to be awful. It's going right. to be terrible. It's not going to be how it ought to be. Right. But instead, when we do it through submission, when mm-hmm. we do it through allowing authority to come into our life, what it produces for us is true diversity. We get yeah. to play a true part in the kingdom. We get to allow the anointing to flow Sheesh, so so regularly. And, and we just have to get to that place where we don't see authority. Yeah. We don't see obedience as such an ugly word. And that yeah. has to come. That has Man, to come I, through through relationship with the Lord, uh, dude. I got so many just Bible stories running through my head, but I, I keep coming back to David and Jonathan. But now I'm even thinking about Saul, dude. Yes. What oh, did dude. Saul's disobedience dude. cause him, bro? Everything cost him everything, though. And then like, and you and and I kind of look at it this way, dude. You think about I going back to Jonathan and Saul. <clears throat> Jonathan and his brothers died on the battlefield next to Saul. Yep. David's sons tried to kill him. Yep. Tried to overthrow him. Yep. You know, raping their sisters, like all kind of crazy stuff. Craziness. And so it wild them. Look at it this way like, was Saul, even though he blew it and God said, I'm going to replace you, I'm going to, somebody else is going to take your spot. Hmm. What if he had, I repent, I hear that word, and then taught David how to be a dad? Yeah. 
because David was a great nation guy, great, right. great leader, great warrior. Saul was right. was terrible at those things, but Saul was a great family guy. Right. It seems like I, you know, I may be reading into it a little <laughs> bit, but it seems like Saul's sons died well, next to were. him. Well, and I think, and I think a lot of that even goes to the obedience of his sons. Because you know, you know they're thinking, "Ooh, Dad's kind of losing a little bit." Yeah. Going and visiting, especially a, Jonathan. Man. Yeah, yeah. Go, going and visiting a, 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 a oh yeah, a, the, the, the the witchcraft, the witch lady, the witch yeah, lady yeah. you know, <laughs> conjuring going, up yeah, conjuring up spirits and conjuring up things. I mean, you know that they had, but that's my dad. Mm-hmm. the The word of God tells me I'm to honor my mother and father. Yeah. Well, but John, David, David missed that somehow, <laughs> oh, dude. And so it was like, what? Yeah. And so I think about that too. If I'm out of submission with the Lord, chat. Mm-hmm. If I'm out of submission yes. with my pastor, if I'm out of submission of spiritual fathers in my life, what is it costing the next generation? Mm-hmm. What was it supposed to do in my life that I can right. also give to them? Right. And so, dude, you, we've got to submit to authority. We've got to pray for our leadership. 100%. We've got to lift up the head. We've got to be... And our kids have to see us do that. Yeah. Our kids got to see us do that. Our, 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 there are so many... There's so much backbiting... There's yeah. so much behind the scenes gossip, and yeah. our kids cannot afford to watch us tear down right. the 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 leaders in our in our yeah. in our lives or or the employers yeah. of of us because all that's doing is breeding that same that generation. same seed in the next yep. generation. And and really, if you think about it, if you really want to take it all the way to the top, that's the seed of Satan. That's yeah, the seed bro. of Satan, dude. Rebellion, dude. It's rebellion. Everything, it's rebellion yeah. from the beginning, and and the devil trying to get us to play a part in. Not creating unity, mm-hmm. but in fact creating division. Can I but, interject real quick? Yeah. So, like, I think that's crazy that you're saying that because the entire time I'm thinking back to the beginning. Yeah. And I'm thinking how the system of submission was set in place as early as Adam, and that yeah. Adam gave up his flesh yep. so that the Lord right. could take it and create woman. And if you think about what we desire in talking about the next generation mm-hmm. and yeah. talking about like our kids and talking yeah. about, yeah. we're talking about creating. We're talking about submission. Why? Yeah. Because it's giving us purpose that is found in our Creator. There's an inherent human desire yeah. to produce fruit. Yes. There's an inherent human desire to produce something more. We try to do that by ourselves, mm. and it becomes void. Why? Because in the in the system that God has put in place, in the food chain, so to speak, <laughs> yeah. someone will always find it authority over you, and you will always be slave to something. But what we know is that in the crucifixion of the flesh and giving that up to God, he produces in us purpose that is only found in what a creator can give to his invention. It's great. You know? And so man was alone in the garden Mm -hmm. without the possibility of the mission he was given with, without women, (laughs) but woman was there, right? But the uh, woman was there after the mission was already put in place. Mm -hmm. The Lord created animals and said, be fruitful and multiply the desire, right, to fill the void and create as our creator creates, right, Mm -hmm. to mimic that. So our desire to produce fruit is now instilled in us with that mission. Adam sees these animals here being fruitful Mm -hmm. and multiplying, but he is alone. And it wasn't good because he knew that he needed the next revelation of who God is, the feminine side of God, to to now be able to have even the possibility of of producing more, being fruitful and multiplying 
as our creator does. It's within God's nature because without him, it's void. So, so he separates himself from the void yeah. because he is the something. So it's it's in his nature to create, right? <laughs> so good. So now we're, man is by himself. He sees how the rest of creation is following the system. He doesn't have that ability because the full revelation yeah. through the feminine mm-hmm. side of God hasn't right. been revealed to him yet. So what happens? He gives up his flesh, flesh. Mm-hmm. and the Lord takes flesh, it. Dude. Oh, bro. And then says, I will take this in your submission to me. And I will give you the possibility of now being able to generate legacy so that way you can take care of this garden. Well, and then take it a step further because Jesus gave up his flesh on the cross. And so out of the side of Adam came woman, out of the side of Christ came the church. The bride. And so now, (laughs) right? And so just like woman was the helper to man, we are the helper to Christ, the churches. And so we're continuing. So good. So like what you said before about we're protecting Christ's legacy, it's exactly that. And it was a picture painted all the way back into the beginning. Yeah. You know? And, And despite what the craziest part about it is, despite... The f- the fall of man, mm-hmm. that system stayed in place. It's 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 the system that God set up, mm-hmm. and and why wouldn't the enemy be so after it? Oh, why right. wouldn't everything that our culture, that why our culture would, like we have such a disdain for submission? It makes uh, sense, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, and 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 it's a and it's and it's an internal thing, even within ourselves that we have that we fight the, uh, uh, an internal submission already between the flesh and the spirit, and. Uh, but no, dude, that was, bro, it was so good. It was so, so good. We've just, we've got to be willing to not, we've just got to be willing to not get in the way of what God's trying to do because we've got our own way that we're trying to get right. God to go with this. We just, we just have to. And we that's, I mean, to. that goes back to just the, the devil. It's like, I want to, yeah. he wanted to exalt himself above yeah. God. And that's what we do when we put ourselves yeah. in that. But our full purpose is found in that submission. And sometimes and that's what we're after. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And we may not always realize it. Right. But that's actually that's actually yeah. where we find the, the true fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, isn't that submission to authority? So submission is just it. It's a dirty word in our culture, but it's a beautiful word in the kingdom. Yeah, where like the whole Christian life yes. hinges on surrender. Yeah, mm-hmm. deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow after me. Yes, if you want to be, if you want to live a resurrected life, you got to learn to crucify yourself. Yes, yep. not my will, Lord, but yours be done. Amen. And that's where true life is found. Amen. Yep. You want to land the plane there? That's a pretty good spot. That's really, really good. You want to pray for us? Yeah, absolutely. All right, go ahead, man. God, I just give you glory, praise, and honor today. And Father, what an awesome opportunity just to be on this podcast, Lord, with with Noah and with Josh. God, as we just talk about just submitting to you, Lord, I just pray that this word, uh, for anybody who would hear it, Lord, anybody that would that would listen to it, God, I pray that they would allow it uh, just to come into their life and, and yes, to do Lord. what you want it to do. Lord, in, in all of our lives, submission, authority, obedience are three things that we have to have if we're ever going to see uh, your kingdom come in this world, Lord. And if we're saying, I want kingdom to come, we can't have it without obedience. So yes, I want kingdom co- to, to come in my life. Yes, can't Lord. have it without spiritual authority. Well, I want kingdom to come. Well, you can't have it without submission to the Holy Spirit and what he's trying to say and do in this new covenant. So God, I just pray that you'll take this word, let it manifest in our hearts and yes, our lives, Lord. Lord Father, and that we'd see the generations come after us through our example, continue to protect and take the legacy of Christ through on until you come to us to, once again. So Father, we just give you all glory, all praise, all honor today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.